Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's uh, show brought to you by, I hope so, Lisa, I hope he's got medical insurance. Uh, For a team that boasts having Lou Gehrig, this guy isn't it. All right, so uh, let's, uh, today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, motorcycle. Great to be out on the boat, isn't it? Motorcycle, boat, RV. Bundles, they'll do everything they can to save you money. It's the great people of Purdy Insurance, Market Street, and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf Online. SunburyMotors.com. The Valley family will come together on August the 9th for the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club. We will be out there for that. I was talking with one of the truly, uh, I think, outstanding coaches I've been around in my lifetime here at Penn State, and that's Ron Vanderlinden. What a job Ron did as the linebacking coach here at Penn State. Developed some of the best we've seen. And I happened to run into him yesterday on the golf course. And guess whose name came up? The suit? You. Oh. Yes, you. Yes. Yeah. Get the kick out of the rant of the day. Well, I appreciate it. So, here's your chance now to blow off some steam. On this Juneteenth, and just very quickly, for those who don't know the origins of Juneteenth, uh, we know that Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. I think it was in 1863. Does that sound right? 1862, 63. But let's face it, I mean, I know this is going to shock some people, but there was no Twitter back then. Uh, So communication took a lot longer to happen. That's why, for example, the Battle of New Orleans in the War of 1812 took place a period of time after the War of 1812 was over with. Um. Well, same thing here. It wasn't until June 19, 1865, where news of the Emancipation Proclamation finally reached those in Galveston, Texas. And that's why this holiday is being is um, being held to recognize that. And now, 
it doesn't matter whether it's Juneteenth or April the 29th. Time now for the fabulous, incredible rant of the day. No, it really doesn't matter. And in fact, I'll get to the Yankees in a little bit because I got a lot to say about that. But I want to start with Bob Huggins, who, of course, was let go by or slash resigned from West Virginia after he got arrested for the DUI in Pittsburgh six weeks after he had those comments on a Cincinnati radio station that got him in hot water and got his contract cut and things like that. And I saw something over the weekend that called it a sad story. There is nothing sad about this story. This is not the first time that we've had issues like this off the court come up with Bob Huggins. So to think that this is sad, I I think is... I don't know. I, I, I think it's somewhat of the wrong way to think about it. I, maybe Does he might have a problem? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know the guy. But all I'm saying is this guy's been, giving, been given way too many chances to clean his act up while leading young men of 18 to 22 years old, mind you. And something just happened six weeks ago, as serious as it did on the radio station in Cincinnati. Then he comes out and pulls this off? I'm sorry. You're not getting any sympathy from me. To me, this has been a long time coming for Bob Huggins. And time finally caught up with them. If he has a problem and he goes to address it, then I applaud him for that. But as of right now, you're not getting any sympathy from me because he's gotten many warnings before and he's ignored it. He's chosen not to clean his act up. And now all of a sudden I'm supposed to believe him? If I see him do it, okay, that's one thing. But the track record is it's not there. So let's stop acting like this is such a tragedy that he's leaving West Virginia and the way things have happened. He did this to himself. So please, spare me. Oh, you're done? Okay. Um, Good. That's great. That was a fun segment, I thought. Oh, my almighty! Yeah. Um... I'm not surprised. You know, uh, sometimes you see somebody and you get the impression it's possible for them to spiral. I'll I'll say this. Um, When he was at Cincinnati, I believe the story goes that only one player graduated from Cincinnati when he was there, I believe the way I always heard it. And I remember mentioning I was at a dinner and we were talking about graduation rate and Penn State's basketball graduation rate at that point had been 100%. And I looked over and Graham Spanier was there. And I said, now Bob Huggins at Cincinnati, I said, has I said, the story goes, is graduated one player during his tenure at Cincinnati. And I looked over at Graham and I said, but he's very proud of that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he got a kick out of that. Kind of loosened the mood in the room. 
What's the next level of hate you'd like to spew? I mean, uh, comment on. <laughs> um, these next two are kind of combined, Yankee-related. Oh, jeez. After the embarrassment that was over the weekend just, in Boston. I just want to make sure. We carry the Phillies, right? We do carry the Phillies, yes. Okay. They had a good weekend. Sure. They had a good weekend. They're on a six-game win streak. They're 13-2 the since they brought back Dancing on that, My Own. Yeah, they're doing well right now. That's what I... Who oh, cares about Dancing on My Own? That's stupid. <laughs> you guys focus on the dumbest stuff. I'm just showing uh, you that I'm paying attention to other teams uh, no, besides the Yankees. It's it, That's that's just... I'm but sorry. they took care of business. Uh, they swept the A's like they were supposed to. They're, they were able to take two out of three against a good D-backs team out there, so... They're, I think they took three out of four. Or, so, yeah, three out of four. Yeah, so um, they're, they're they're playing well right now. And maybe they are starting to peak at the right time because they're going to have to because the NL playoff race in general, but especially the wild card, whew, there's a lot of teams right. still alive. That's why it's going to take a little while to figure out who will be um, buyers and who will be sellers. It's going to take a while to figure that part out, and each team is going to make some have to make some interesting decisions between now and the end of next month. I mean, you're sitting there right now. You have five teams in the American League East, all above 500. Uh, you only have one in the Central that's over 500. You've got four in the West that are 500 or better in the American League. In the National League in the East, you've got three that are 500 or better, and the Phillies are now one of them. They're three games back of the Marlins for second place. The Brewers just had a big weekend. Uh, they just swept the Pirates, and they swept the Pirates under 500. Pirates have now lost six in a row. But the Brewers and the Reds, the Reds, the Reds are the only two teams over 500 in the Central. And in the West, you've got three teams over 500. The Padres are a game under. So it's close. And the Padres are playing better than won seven of their last ten. The Giants have won seven in a row. The Reds have won eight in a row. The Brewers have won three in a row. The Phillies have won six in a row. The Braves have won six in a row. The Marlins have won four in a row. Um, you've got in the American League the longest winning streak in the American League right now would be the Red Sox at four in a, four in a row um, there's nobody has more than two in a uh, no, nobody more than two in a row in the American League one one two Texas two yeah the Red Sox won four in a row it's the longest winning streak in the American League um, but you got a lot of long winning streaks in the National League right now so the Phillies have been able to climb their way back in it uh, the wild card race, and again, there are three wild cards, right, which is important. So in the National League, the Marlins have the first spot, the Giants have the second spot, the Dodgers have the third spot, and the Phillies are one game back of the Dodgers for the third spot, and the Reds are two back for the third spot. In the American League, the Orioles, who have been playing terrific baseball, actually have a pretty good margin over there. They're five and a half up now. On the field, uh, the Angels right now would be in. The Astros and Yankees are currently tied for the third wild card spot. The Blue Jays are half game back, and the Red Sox are two back. So, yeah, that's that's the way it stands right now. So, anybody you want fired, cut? Um, I mean, you're really good at firing people. 
Uh, I'm not ready to go down that path with Boone just yet. I would like to oh. see that happen with Brian Cashman, but I'm not ready to hear that with Boone just yet. I will say I've had enough of Josh Donaldson because th- there was a story that came out today saying that he's contemplating about 2024 and beyond. You know what? Just go ahead. Don't be in pinstripes if you want to play another year. Just just go. Because this guy just doesn't have it. First of all, can't stay healthy. Doesn't have it. Is a pain in the rear end off the field and has brought literally zero to the table. I don't normally... I, I, I used to, when I was younger, like know everybody's stats at the top of my head. But I was, I was watching Sunday's game, game one, and I saw his stats for the season. He only has three home runs and 17 RBIs. Wow. <laughs> that's just... I mean, that's more than Aaron Judge has in the last two weeks. Yeah, but at least Aaron Judge still has 18 homers and, uh, what is it, 30-some, 38 RBIs, something like that. And when he's played, at least he's been productive when he's played. Josh Donaldson has been about as... How many home runs does Judge have in the last two weeks? Still has 18 total. Still has more than what Josh Donaldson's played all year. No, with zero. Okay. That's great. So, yeah, I've had enough of him. I mean, I've long had enough of Stanton, but that goes without saying. He's been pathetic, too. He has Stan no he has no clue what he is doing at the plate right now. No clue at all. Stanton, they were talking about playing him in left field yesterday. I think they were going to play him in left field Saturday. Correct. Yes, I'd, I did see that. I'd, I'd have paid to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay to watch. Go ahead. I watched in person some of the greatest ever play left field at Fenway Park. I'd pay to watch him try. <laughs> Probably be better than his batting right now. That'd be comical. <laughs> Go ahead. I've seen some of the best ever play left field out there. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. You've seen Hall of Famers play out there. They're pretty good. You'd be surprised. So, what's your problem now? I got, I'm got. i trying to figure out what your problem is here. Oh, just I'm answering your question about guys that I'm ready to get rid of, and I'm naming them to you. Brian Cashman, Josh Donaldson. Another one is Luis Severino, who rushed his own rehab. Now, why the Yankees did that is another question. I'm also ready to maybe get rid of the Yankees medical staff, too, with the way these injuries have been. But Severino says, oh, he's ready. He wants to come back. He rushed himself back, doesn't have his fastball. Then when he finally gets it back yesterday, he loses all of his other pitches. And so he's done. With The Yankees should not be trusting him with his rehab anymore. He shouldn't be trusted, period, because he also can't stay healthy. But then the fact that you're saying, yeah, 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 you make such a big fuss that you want to come back to the big leagues, then make sure you're ready for the big leagues. Throw the fastball the way you're supposed to and be a consistent pitcher. None of that has happened in his last now five starts. And he was atrocious. Well, I'm atrocious is a little bit strong, but he wasn't good yesterday. He was atrocious in his last three starts. Yesterday he had his fastball but he still was a little bit inconsistent, didn't have a, didn't have command of any of his other pitches. And is Carlos Rondon ever going to get back? Is this thing on? We're going to try again, um, but what's going to happen next? He's going to throw a pitch and his arm's going to fall off? I've had enough of him, too, and he's not even on the mound yet. Wow, how about Peter Alonso? Already back in the lineup. He was supposed to be out three to five. Wow, that's a great... 
It's amazing what guys can do when they can. They want to be in the lineup. Oh, my almighty! How about that? He's supposed to be out weeks. Expecting three to four weeks. Came back in ten days. Wow. Hmm. It's amazing what guys will do because they want to get out there and help their team. Hmm. You know, it looks really good. Otani looks good. See Otani play? Yeah, he's been playing very well lately, too. He's been terrific. You know, he, God, he plays every day and he pitches. It's amazing when, you know, like when guys are out there and they actually play. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I envy seeing who, a full major league roster said, right now. Who, who said, who the heck said in spring training that Judge would be in the IL at least two or three times this year? I'm trying to remember who said that. You did, and I'm not yeah. doubting that, but everything else that's happened, I haven't quite expected. It's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. Hmm. That's too bad, because it's really killed ESPN's baseball coverage. He's the only player they cover. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. is coming up on Thursday to benefit the rare disease community. We found out today that Matt has no sympathy for Bob Huggins. That's correct. He wants Brian Cashman fired. Josh Donaldson to him is worthless. And for the most part, he wants you to talk to the hand. Talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. RV, boat, motorcycle. They'll do everything they can to save you money while making sure you're fully insured. They may do it with bundles, but they'll try everything they can to save you money because the customer is first to them. And don't forget about the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. 
that will take place on Wednesday, August 9th, Susquehanna Valley Country Club to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Sign up your team now. It should be a great day. We'll be out there for that. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. So what is the total rant here that you've opened up the show with? Captivated uh, tens. Well, it consisted of Bob Huggins first and then issues with the Yankees right now. Those are your only ones? That was basically what came across th- from the weekend. I see. I mean, the sad part for Bob Huggins is you don't want to see have anybody have their career end like that. I mean, you, you know, you'd like to see people who have had a long career have the ability to somehow end it on their own terms. Uh, I mean, did he end it on his own terms? Sure, he's the one that made the made the awful mistake. But I mean, that's the tough part. The tough part is he didn't get a chance to end it on his own terms. Rarely do people get to end things on their own terms, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, that is the – I think that's the part that people look at and say, oh, you know, that's the sad part. Um, as for the Yankees, Okay. So let's get on now to the rest of Major League Baseball because there's actually some really good baseball being played, um, especially by the Phillies. By the way, the Pirates have called up Henry Davis. Davis was the first overall pick in the draft two years ago out of Louisville. Um, He has been in the minors, whether it's Altoona or at Indianapolis, about what he was in college, a guy that can hit with power, and a guy that behind the plate is eh defensively, so they've been searching for other positions for him to play, like right field and first base, because they want to get that bat in there. Uh, many thought he would be a September call-up, but he's being called up now. Now, whether he plays behind the plate or not, I don't know. Um, again, that's not his strong suit. Defense is not his strong suit, but he has a bat that has... A lot of pop in it. And let's see what they want to do with him. As you know, I'm a proponent in the first round of the Major League Baseball draft of drafting college players. I am not a proponent of drafting high school players in the first round. Uh, Second round? Yeah. Okay. Um, But first round? I want somebody that's got a has a chance of a smoother path to get to the major leagues. And can help do it sooner. And that's what I'm looking for. Uh, Because, I mean, to me, I think you have to have the intent in the first round. And Mickey Moniak is a perfect example took him forever to get there and then eh, whatever you know it's just 
He was the first overall pick in the draft, high school player. I remember when they drafted him, I said, he's a high school player. It just it takes forever for them to get there. Forever. Guy like Davis, two years, two years since the draft. He's going to give it a shot in the majors. A little older player, more established game. And the numbers are the numbers. I, I, I keep looking at stuff like that. And a lot of times that you'll see guys that what they did in college, a lot of times is going to mirror pretty close with what they do on the minor league level. And I and obviously I have a lot of experience at seeing players get drafted. It's not perfect. I mean, Daniel Moscos was the fourth overall pick in the draft out of uh, Clemson who went to the Pirates and I could tell him like three or four. I mean, I know Moscow's made it to the majors eventually, but didn't really go anywhere. But after three or four appearances, I was I say to Joe Putnam, I said, no offense, I don't get it. Then there's some guys you look at right away. I remember Kevin Gosman. He came in to pitch for Aberdeen. I looked over at Joe. I said, oh, my goodness, this guy's going to have a long major league career. And you could see it right away. Reese Hoskins, you could see right away. Like wow, you know he's got something to him. He's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna be in the majors at some point. Um, Travis Darno, I know he didn't. You know the Phillies ended up trading him. I mean, but who who's the catcher for the Braves in the World Series and played well in the World Series? Travis Darno. You look at a guy like that, you're like, yep, he can play. I mean, there's certain guys you can just see it right away. Bone, I thought, had a great bat. Alex Bone. Alec Bone, great bat, loved the power, thought he was too stiff at third base. To his credit, he's got, he looks like he has more flexibility now. And that's, that's made a, a big difference. But when he played at Williamsport, it's like, there'd be some balls hit to the left side. It's like, I kept thinking, why isn't he getting down on the ball to go get it? I mean, for all I know, he's banged up. I have no idea. But now you watch him play thirties, far more fluid. And I give him a lot of credit. He obviously worked very hard on it. But the bat's always been there. Bat's always been there. Um, Yankee prospect. I love. I love Gary Sanchez. God, what a player! Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. No, not one of your favorites. No, senor! No, senor! No, Do the players know you go to the ballpark hating them? That's a good question. Do you enjoy games you go to where you hate the guys you're watching? I don't want to hate anybody. But if you're not performing to your standard and the team's not winning, then, you know, it happens. Okay. I mean, it's a... Very simple. Play the game the way you're supposed to, mm-hmm. and it's all good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. It's just checking. That's you. Yeah. 
who makes you happy? This could be a shorter conversation. <laughs> Aaron Judge when he's playing. But he doesn't play, so I mean, I'm sorry. You um, gotta be able to play the even, game, man. Even, even though he's struggling, even though it's he kind of been, even though he's been, it's been an up and down year, and he's been struggling a little bit lately. Is uh, Anthony Volpe? I've become, I just, I love his story, and I've been a huge fan of his. So I would say that's the guy I really like right now. Is he over 200 yet? I haven't checked. I don't know. I'm gonna say probably not, but um, yeah. But his fielding's been. I believe, I believe it's called the. I believe it's called the Mendoza line, isn't it? It's, yeah, usually. That's yeah. um. That's not a sign of greatness. No, well, I'm. But, I'm going to give him time a little bit. But right now, yeah. I'm, oh, oh, you're going to give him time. Other people know. Because he's got a lot of big potential. Potential. Absolutely. Very, it's a very fancy word. You know what's a fancy word for? Potential is a fancy word for saying you haven't done it before. All right, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'd say that's about it. Volpe, as far as the Yankees go. Volpe, one guy. You like one guy. Hmm. And to be honest with you, the Yankees keep getting breaks like schedule wise and they they don't take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's really been I mean and I'll I'll huge give you now. I'll give you and I'll give you one. I'll give you one right out of the gate. You know, you were complaining about what Alex Cora said about Sunday night baseball. Okay? Well, Alex Cora is not incorrect about Sunday night baseball. Okay? Now the the, the ratings numbers are like 1.9 okay? 1.9 million, which are the higher numbers that they get. Is this about Yankees right. Red Sox being on too much because they were on back to back weeks? Well, he's on back to back weeks, but you know, here's the primary complaint. Uh, and and it's, there's something to be taken. Yeah, your guy's hitting 189. Very impressive. Uh, so, um, <laughs> right. Hey, guess who played Sunday night and then played Monday each week? I'm guessing Cora did in his day. No, the Red Sox, the last Sunday, came, had to come back and play Monday, came home and played, and now tonight ah. they're playing on the road. Yeah. Guess who had the last two Mondays yeah, the off Yankees after did. Sunday night? Baseball? The Correct. Yankees did. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay? Sorry, that's wrong. That's that is wrong. Right. Absolutely. No, that okay, shouldn't That's happened. not right. That's not yeah. right. Okay? And that's, I'm sorry, that's not, um, that's not fair, uh, I mean, to the league, it's not fair. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred. Why are they? Why are they getting you know Mondays off after playing back to back Sundays? I could see. Okay, I, I wouldn't say a word if the Yankees weren't were had to play Monday last week or Monday tonight. I wouldn't say a word about it. But why is it one team has to play Monday? And not only that, the Red Sox played last night after a doubleheader yesterday, and they couldn't help the fact it was a doubleheader because Saturday got rained out, right? But they played two yesterday, and they're on the road tonight. Really? Meanwhile, the other team's like, oh, yeah, we're off today. We're good. Really? Weren't you off last Monday, too? Yeah. I mean, come on. 
That's why they play afternoon games on Sunday. Attendance is really good for the most part, and not only that, you know, it's a getaway sometimes for both teams. Playing getaway day for both teams, and it's not. I'm sorry, that doesn't that doesn't settle with me very well in terms of how you, how a schedule is crafted. And look, the Red Sox are the team in last place. Hey, this is not a this is not a um, a Red Sox complaint by any way, shape, or form. It's just you have the same two teams playing on Sunday night back to back. It could be the Dodgers and the Giants, right? It wouldn't matter. But what would what would I'd say the same thing if the Giants and the Dodgers play back to back Sundays and the Dodgers were off each Monday and the Giants had to play back to back Mondays, I'd be saying the same thing. This is I'm sorry, it's just it's not it doesn't make sense. It's not right. I know you have to play 162 of these, but I'm confused as to why one team gets the break and the other team does not get the break for playing back-to-back Sunday night games. I mean, that's the issue. That's a big issue. Because you know, I mean, I know the games are being are finishing up faster now. I got that, which is good. But yeah, it doesn't matter. That that shouldn't happen. You know, it's yeah. Fortunately for the Red Sox, they cleaned them up so easily last night and so fast. It didn't take long. (laughs) And that's and that's been counter to that. That's been exactly why I've also been frustrated with the Yankees because they're not going to get this in the second half of the season and they're not taking advantage of it. Maybe you're overrated and not that good. I don't, I didn't think they were going to be that great a team this year. I thought maybe they could win the division and win a playoff series and that's about it. Lower expectations than last year. Okay, that's a $279 million payroll. You know that, right? Yeah, that's a problem in itself, but I'm just telling you those were my personal expectations for the Yankees this year. $2.5 billion spent on payroll in the last 12 and a half years and no World Series appearances. Very impressive. I think this is the longest stretch between World Series appearances. This may go back to the 64-76 to Yankees. Right. Either either that or the eighties. No, I think it's sixty four to seventy six. Cause they were in eighty one. Yeah, maybe it was eighty one. Maybe it was eighty one to ninety six. They're finally back in it. Yeah, I think that. Good. Yeah, fifteen years. Yeah, where they couldn't beat the Royals, couldn't beat the Red Sox. Well, couldn't beat the A's. Now the A's don't even have a team. Sort of. Hmm. And here's the really bad news. Bernie Williams, Jorge Posada, and Derek Jeter are old. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
I was talking earlier about how amazing the numbers are the numbers. And you know, we are in a world of in sports of analytics. I know Ron Vanderlyn and I were talking about this yesterday for a little bit. And look, analytics are a nice tool, but you'd be amazed how the numbers are the numbers. And this is this is what I mean by that. When you do the job that I do, and you sit there and if you do the job right, you do a lot of research ahead of time. You want to make sure that you have good background. You want to make sure that you have the right material. Numbers that I trust, for example, I don't care whether it's baseball, football, or basketball. It's all part of the research. And I don't get enamored, for example, at all with you know, on the baseball side of it, with spin rate um, and things like that. I'll look at the basic stuff, for example. And I'll look at, you know, not just their record, because I mean, there are a lot of circumstances going to a record, but like, you know, what's their ERA? How many hits do they give up per innings pitch? What's their strikeout to walk ratio? I mean, I've seen some guys on some rosters this year, you know, in the, the MLB Draft League, where I'll look at it and I'll say, Okay, this will be interesting. I mean, he's got a 6.75 ERA. He's given up more hits than innings pitch. I'm like, okay. And then I'll talk to somebody that's go, well, his spin rate is what? I'll look at his spin rate. His spin rate? I said, how about his performance rate? And you know what I've noticed in doing games so far? All that stuff, right? The stats match up with the performance. There's no difference. And I swear that I I feel like they're not looking at the right things when it comes to stuff like that because there's so many people getting enamored with analytics. And analytics are a great tool. I mean, I want to have, again, when I'm doing research, I want as much research as possible. But I don't care what the guy's war is. I could care less. Oh, gee, Bauer is is not as good as Aaron Judge? Son of a gun. Thank goodness I have war to tell me that. All right? I have two eyes. Okay? Those are are my analytics. I can look at, okay, Aaron Judge is better. Got it. Bryce Harper's out of the lineup. The guy replacing him isn't as good. Son of a gun. Really? Never would have known that without the stat. I mean, you got to be able to, to, like, talk about what you see. And I think there are too many people trying to justify using stuff like that to act like they know what they're talking about. Like, okay, why just watch the game? You can figure out, okay, that guy goes first to third. He can do it. Okay, that guy can't. Right? That guy can't go to the opposite field when you need it. Okay, now Stefan Diggs. Here's a big story for you. He's finally back at minicamp. 
huge. So happy for him. Um, he says he wants more say in the team's play calling. Really? Or you want to, th- or what? What do you want to like more say in the play calling? I can't imagine he's telling him they ought to throw to Dawson Knox more. Remember, it's the same guy that wouldn't shake hands with Penn State before the Penn State Maryland game in 2014. Yeah, Steph. Some of us have memories too. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. 